67 degrees here on Columbus Road at the moment, and uh, they say we're going to top out around 83, and that should occur between 3 and 5 p.m. All right. Good morning, folks. Welcome. Rural Action and Upcycle Ohio. Lindsay Long is the manager of Upcycle Ohio, and uh, she joins us this morning. She's uh, involved with this rural action community uh, organization. And Lindsay, good morning. Good morning. Let me turn on your mic there. I'm sorry. Say that again. Good morning. Glad to be here. Okay. And uh, pull that mic just a bit closer. Anyway, I'm glad you're here. And, uh, you know, I was um, somewhere I came across a little bio about you, and I thought that was kind of neat to read. So, you know, where do you hail from? Columbus, right? Yeah, I'm from Columbus, Ohio. What part? Um, I actually grew up in Upper Arlington and graduated from Upper Arlington High School. There you go. They were our arch enemies. I was a Worthington guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, um, yeah, Upper Arlington's wonderful. So is Worthington. And um, let's see. Now, um, in Columbus, what you know, tell me about your family just a bit. So my mom actually taught for Upper Arlington High School and was a language teacher. And so that's how um, I ended up in the Upper Arlington uh, School District. Just curious, what language? She was certified in both French and Spanish, but uh-huh. she ended up teaching French mostly. Neat. And then my dad um, actually uh, worked at Hawking College for 18 years. He was the wow. registrar at Hawking College. Wow. So he was commuting-like? Yeah, he commuted for 18 years um, to Hawking College. Both of my parents had master's degrees. My my dad um, had a master's in adult education yeah. and my mom in um, foreign language. Now, um, you, uh, you know, living in Upper Arlington, near the campus of Ohio State, uh, but your father working down here, he, he became aware of Ohio University, right? Yes. Um, so when I applied to colleges, my um, high school boyfriend uh, was determined to go to college in Maryland. And I mostly applied to colleges in Maryland, and I applied to Ohio University. Um, he ended up doing a study abroad for his freshman year of college. Wow. And so I was like, I'm not going to go to Maryland all by myself. So I came to Ohio University, and it felt like home. Yeah. And, uh, and you've just basically never left, right? Correct. I, we did um, leave for a short time. My husband went to um, graduate school, um, and so we did you know, do that and move around a little bit while he was doing um, the graduate school thing, and then it always felt like home here. So we came back and bought a house and we're here to stay. Neat. Well, um, somewhere along the way, you picked up a skill and that was in gardening, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, and who influenced you with that? So my grandmother was always a plant person and a flower person. And from a really young age, um, she would walk me around the garden and just point out what was blooming. And I would notice those things. And that information really stuck with me. So I ended up working in the green industry for about 15 years. I worked as a um, 
manager on a cut flower farm in Columbus on the southeast side of Columbus. So that was a time when I wasn't living in Athens um, and my husband was working um, in a different state at the time. Um, so yeah, I helped grow cut flowers. Yeah. And, and that uh, remains an important part of your life yet, right? Absolutely. I really find a connection in nature and with gardening, and I think that's something that really resonates with working with Rural Action as well. We have a lot of um, care for nature and folks that, you know, care about nature. So, Well, Upcycle Ohio. Um, y- you know, until I got to looking into the preparing for this show, I might say, um, you know, I've heard the expression, but I really didn't know what it was. And um, um, I don't know, a year and a half or so ago when my wife passed, I had a lot of um, her son, uh, my stepson, um, we piled a lot of clothes together, really nice things. And um, I asked somebody where, where I might take them so that somebody else might enjoy them, right? And that name popped up. Wonderful. And so I brought a, a significant load of things to you, uh, to or to Upcycle Ohio. Now, where is it located? Let's tell the public. Because, so, you know, I really had not known of Upcycle Ohio. I mean, I know of many, uh, what would you call it, secondhand stores. Um, and they're, they all serve a good purpose. But... I had not known about Upcycle Ohio or where you existed or anything until this incident in my life, right? Sure. Um, Yeah, we're at 751 West Union Street in Athens, um, all the way down almost to uh, what used to be Bedrock Rentals and is now Sunbelt Rentals. Um, So pretty far down there. Um, We have a really big building. but we don't have really big signage because we don't own the building at the moment. So we're okay. limited as what we can do on the building, etc. Well, um, uh, let's see here. Let's name a couple other things close by. Now, back in the days of General Telephone, GTE, um, and now it's what frontier or horizon or what frontier um is across the street but Mm. it's really a building i think for their technicians yes yeah to come in so they can grab their materials park their uh personal vehicles etc yeah so that's right across the street it's a kind of a big parking lot there so um folks i hope you've got this pictured in your mind the location now um if one went out to the store or went out to Upcycle Ohio's location. Um, what should they expect to see? So we have, um, we're kind of sandwiched in this big building. So on one side is um, the Makerspace, which is also a social enterprise of rural action. Um, and then we have Upcycle Ohio Thrift. And then at the very end of the building is Athens Janitorial Supply, which we are not affiliated with, but okay. they share a building. Sure. Now, um, When I was preparing for this show, um, it's interesting. You you folks don't just sell secondhand stuff. You do much more than that. 
And so let's let's have you describe the different things that take place there. Sure. So um, when items come to us um, through donation, our job is to find the highest and best use for those items. So the first thing that would be the most ideal is that the item is in good working condition and we can put it out on the floor and then it can find a new home with, you know, new folks. And um, then any money we make from that goes into rural action. Um, if the item is not in good condition, um, so let's say it's an item of clothing that is either torn or really stained or something like that, um, we are actually able to uh, recycle those textiles. So we're not just throwing those in a landfill. So we are passing those along to a recycling program. Um, we really value the zero waste philosophy and we work alongside with Rural Action's zero waste program. Um, we are able to also responsibly recycle electronics. Um, we uh, have a scrap metal collection as well. So if we have things that are 95% metal that come in that are not you know, suitable for sale, we are able to responsibly recycle those items. We do also collect things like used medical supply. Um, those would be things like a walker, a wheelchair, potentially even like an, a nice ace bandage or a brace of some sort, something like that. Those we do collect and we have a program where we're able to offer those items to community members for free. Um, so somebody in the community needs a medical you know, assistance item um, and we're able to connect people with those items for free. Um, so we really care about the community and our, you know, our goal is to um, put very little material into the landfill and do our very best to responsibly recycle items or to, you know, redistribute things into the community as much as we can. You know, um, <clears throat> next week, um, I think next Wednesday, Patty Mitchell's going to be joining us to do a show about Passionworks. And as I understand it, um, a number of the things that are collected um, are used by uh, the people in the Passionworks studio. Absolutely. Passionworks is uh, one of our um, partners. So um, I mentioned briefly that we are also... Um, our building is also home to the makerspace, so that is also a rural action social enterprise. Now, makerspace. I'm... I brought up or uh, passion works, but makerspace. What is that? Sure. So the makerspace um, is uh, a space in our building that has tools um, and equipment that community members might not have in their home. So we have a wood shop, we have a metal shop where we can do welding, um, we have a sewing lab with lots of sewing machines, including some things folks might not have, like a serger. Um, we have a 3D printing lab and laser engraving, um, and those things are owned jointly by Rural Action and some community partners, and one of those community partners is Passionworks. Sure. And so community members can purchase memberships to the makerspace, and then they're able to come in during business hours and use those shops and the, um, those tools and equipment um, for, for their own use. So, you know, if you want to do woodworking, um, but you don't have the fancy planer or the scroll saw, you know, et cetera, um, you can purchase a membership to the makerspace, come in during business hours and use those, those items and, you know, do your woodworking. 
You know, now that you're describing it, I think I've known a couple people who have just really raved about the experience of Makerspace. And um, I think, um, I can't remember, it's been so long ago, but um, I can't remember what specific projects they were engaged in, but I, I want to think one of them was even their own car repair or something like that. But, um, uh, well... That's kind of neat. And and um, maybe you could describe. So you, you said like wood projects. But you also mentioned kind of quickly a 3D um, a duplicator, right? Yeah, so we have a 3D printer. So I, um, I don't work with that. A piece of equipment very often sure. but basically you can come in um we do have orientation classes on all of the different um pieces of equipment there in the maker space and people can come in and learn how to use the software and the hardware for 3d printing mm. um and can come and 3d print things i've seen some really amazing things that have been printed like um you know a kind of toy of Groot from um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Um, lots of interesting projects that folks can do there. And we have memberships ra ranging in all different prices. So even if uh, community members are unsure, you can purchase just a $30 uh, membership that is hourly. So we'll just punch it according to how many hours you use. That's a really great way to just try it out for a pretty low cost. Um, we are, depending on funding, um, oftentimes we are um, offering scholarships to the makerspace. So community members that can't afford makerspace memberships, there are times when we have scholarships to offer. So, you know, everybody's welcome. Um, we do also offer classes, um, and you don't have to have a membership to attend the class. And oftentimes those are just like pay-as-you-go classes. So we have intro to welding um, lots of different fiber arts and sewing classes. We have woodworking things there as well. Um, I saw the phrase, a social enterprise. And that was being used to describe what is upcycle. Correct. Um, inform me, a social enterprise. Sure. So because Rural Action is a nonprofit organization, um, social enterprises are kind of quote unquote businesses that help to support the nonprofit organization. But it's a way that um, we can use commerce in a different way because we are supporting a nonprofit. So any any money that we make, um, once it kind of covers our operating costs, then mm -hmm. we're able to put that back into rural action um, programs. Um, so we're just helping to support the larger organization of rural action. And the way that rural action operates as a big organization is that they have lots of programs um, so the programs would be like forestry, agriculture, environmental education, et cetera. And then many of the programs also have social enterprises that help to support the programs and the work that they do. Well, Rural Action is a pretty big organization. Absolutely. And um, golly, they do so many interesting things. Um, do you feel like you could share some of those uh, overall points? Sure, yeah. So our, our biggest points are that we really want to 
value our community members here. Um, the Appalachian region has been, you know, in the past taken advantage of by outsiders, by corporations, by mining, etc., things like that, um, logging, things like that. And so what we want to do is um, see the value in our native communities here um, and bring back all of the richness um, to our environment and to our community. So things that Rural Action does um, is like environmental agriculture and watershed programs um, and forestry are trying to bring back some of the really great um, natural environment mm -hmm. that we have here and then some of their um, social enterprises help to support that work. So the Chester Hill Produce Auction uh, is the social enterprise that helps to support the agriculture program. Years ago when I was uh, the head of the uh, Copperheads baseball team, uh, our players um, sought to help community events and they would go out once a week to the Chester Hill Auction, as I recall, and help um, people out there um set up their stands and then take them down later and so on absolutely chester hill is amazing because it really connects our um local farmers and participants in agriculture with the buyers because that really you know was a really big problem here is that we have lots of farms all over the place but then it was really hard to actually get that produce in the hands of our community members yeah. and so chester hill produce auction is making that connection for folks uh, there's a, a place i when it was uh, when i was preparing for this show i was you know looking through some websites and so on and here's one i i hadn't heard of this before pex farm do you know what that is uh, yeah, so I don't know a ton about um, okay. Peck's Farm, but we do have... This is in Waterford, right? Yeah, we do have the agri um, uh, the forestry and uh, agriculture um, mm -hmm. have lots and lots of projects that they're constantly working on and doing great work in our community and doing it in a responsible way, right? And so we're, we're always trying to um, promote the ecological responsibility and, and the way that we do things in rural action. There's another program that I came across, and I, I've never heard of this, True Pigments. Absolutely. So True Pigments is the social enterprise that's supporting our watersheds program. And so what they're able to do as watersheds is cleaning up our waterways from acid mine damage and from the damage that industry has done here. Um, True Pigments is actually able to harvest um, the iron oxide out of the acid mine drainage. Oh. And they have a process where they can process out that iron oxide and then they're making it into paints. And so um, we're able to actually not only clean up the waterways by extracting um, these harmful chemicals, but then we can actually turn around and make those into something. Um, folks, uh, if you tuned in just a bit late, um, our guest today is Lindsay Long, and she's involved with uh, Upcycle Ohio, and um, um, they have a, a variety of services they provide on West Union Street, 500 and what? 
It's 751, 751 West Union. 751 West Union, which is across from uh, what formerly was Bedrock uh, Rentals. All right. Um, and that's a large building, and uh, you occupy the majority of it. There's also another business there, but um, all these different services available um uh, there or at another location that they're responsible for. Now, one more I'm, I need to mention, and that is um, Appalachian Understories. Absolutely. Now, I do, once again, this is something I've not heard of. Yeah, so Appalachian Understories um, is a social enterprise using um, – it's – it's a very wide-ranging program. So basically, Appalachian Understories um, organizes mostly tours um, of oh. our region um, and then uses our local resources. So it could be um, historians that are right. you know local to our region. It could be... Um, restaurants and kitchens and cooks it could be gardens so they have tours that have all different kinds of themes to them mm -hmm. um kind of geared toward tourists to our area so we can really share the rich history that we have here in athens and the surrounding counties and areas because we believe if we show the value of our area we can really get outsiders to care about our area um and then they can value it and understand why we care so much and want to also preserve it. So they do all kinds of amazing tours. Of course, locals are welcome to book those tours. Sometimes they're bicycle tours, oftentimes, um, and they'll stop along the way of different restaurants or they'll stop along the way of gardens and talk to mm -hmm. the folks that have created those gardens. Or So, I mean, it's a very diverse um group of offerings that Appalachian Story has. I, I was not expecting to mention this, but yesterday, um, the Athens Noon Rotary Club met, as they do each Monday, and Bill Walker was the speaker. And Bill, um, of course, is uh, was an attorney in Athens for many years. And he's uh, really keen on history and stuff like that. And he gave a talk about a black woman who was the, how do I want to put this? Um, she was kind of a housekeeper and a cook and everything for George Custer. Oh, wow. And she was an Athens woman. And um, the, the story of, you know, the Civil War and Custer and all of that and all of the... Um, well, anyway, I'm off track here. The point is, um, there are so many stories that have not been told as often as they should have been. Absolutely. And there are people such as Bill and others who know these stories and can share them with the public. It's really cool. So Appalachian understories. Okay, so, you know, these are a lot of neat things. How, you know, but there, it costs money. Upcycle Ohio, how are they funded? So Upcycle Ohio um, 
we are, because we're under the umbrella of rural action, um, we are partially grant funded. Um, and those grants are federal or state or all? All. Depends. Okay. Yeah. Um, but of course we do rely on our sales to help, um, support our operating costs mm -hmm. and, um, truly, um, the way we price our items, we want things to be accessible to the community. Um, so even though you know we would like to make some money so we can help support ourselves and help support rural action and help support the community, we still want everything to be very accessible to the community. Sure. So that's really a goal, is to make sure we're getting things to the right place at a price that is accessible to everybody. Well, um, do you have other locations as well as the 751 West Union, or is just about everything there? Um, as far as Upcycle and the Makerspace, everything is there. Um, we do also house the office of um, the Zero Waste Program, since we work so closely with them with our zero wasting and recycling that we do there mm -hmm. on site. And then, of course, Rural Action has several offices, and all the programs have lots of different sites because we do so much work in so many areas. Now, um, let's see. There's a program called HapCap. Yes. Um, at the moment, I'm struggling to come out with what those letters all stand for. It's Hogging Athens, Perry County. I always forget the last one. but I, um, I, I think it's Assistance Program. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. So Hawking Athens, Perry. Um, um, house, well, housing assistance, I think. Anyway, um, okay, so let's see. The people that actually work at Upcycle, um, you've got people from Rural Action, right? Of course, yeah. You've got some people from HapCap. Yes, um, you got some students that are involved in work-study programs. We do. They're wonderful. I mean, everybody's wonderful, of course. <laughs> of course. And, and um, then there's another organization, Workforce Development Program, right? So that is actually through um, Rural Action. Um, but the Workforce Development Program participants are folks that experience obstacles to employment. And so this is a newer um, Rural Action um, program. Um, that hire people specifically that have, you know, some kind of obstacle to employment. Um, and then we have a lot of support for those folks in trying to help support them in, you know, whatever those issues might be, get them a lot of training, um, and kind of really on the individual level, um, prepare them for, you know, more employment after our program. So I have two folks that are participating in those uh, programs that are at Upcycle right now. Mm -hmm. I have one of those folks um, has actually uh, worked at um, Upcycle for quite a while. He also was in a HapCap program with us for, for quite a while. Um, and the HapCappers that I have right now, those folks can range in age, so they can be adults. Some The ones that I have right now are teens that are in the summer program um, so that they're able to learn employment skills, you know, have that job training, um, and also have something to do over the summer and, and earn a paycheck. Um, 
they are fantastic and they're doing a great job and we really appreciate having them folks we've gained uh, three degrees since we started the show uh, 30 minutes ago and uh, it's now 70 here on columbus road once again uh, i mentioned this earlier 83 is our expected high today that should occur around three o'clock and start to fade away around 5 30. all right uh, our topic today uh, upcycle ohio and um, Lindsay Long, who particularly heads up which area? So I'm the manager of Upcycle Ohio Thrift Store. Okay, the thrift store. And once again, um, uh, most all their facilities are at, uh, what was it, five or 751 West Union. That's correct, yeah. And uh, that includes their, um, their recycling uh, or... or how do I want to say secondhand store, right? Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Now, what am I going to find there? Now so, we mentioned clothing, and and your you folks are a little picky about clothing, but you you don't turn anything away. You find another purpose for the things that aren't in great shape, right? That's correct. We take almost anything. There are only a few things we're not able to accept as donations. We're not able to accept mattresses through the, th the thrift store um, because we don't have the ability to properly store and sanitize them no. according to the um, state guidelines and then of course we don't accept like medical waste like sharps or yeah. prescriptions or things like that right. other than that we accept everything so you'll find in the store um, clothing, linens, um, lots of dishware, um, kitchen things like, um, you know, pots and pans, mm. flatware. We have many small appliances for the kitchen, lots of electronics as well. We do our best to test all of our electronics, at least to make sure they turn on and test them as much as we can, you know, depending on what we have to test them. Right. Um, to make sure they're in working order um you know lamps we have furniture we have you know of course we get lucky sometimes and get cool vintage items um so i think that's part of the fun of coming in is you never know what's going to be there it's that treasure hunt and <clears throat> um i'm not a person who just likes a whole bunch of things but it is fun to go through those stores in those facilities and um, I, I find myself going to what is it new to you yes and restore and I can't think of all the different names but there's probably a half dozen such places in our community yes and we do um, work with the other local um, thrift stores as well so yeah, sure. if we get things um like the restore tends to really focus on or they do well with um you know home improvement type items a lot they have a lot of construction supplies there um you know light fixtures things mm. like that so if we get things or if we have things on the floor that aren't selling for us um sometimes we'll take things sure. over to the restore and ask them hey you know could we drop this off as a donation it might do better over here um rather than us even recycling it the hope is the highest and best use is that somebody will install that light fixture in their home so you know if it's not doing well for us perhaps it'll do better at the restore that's the kind of things that people are looking for there so um i'll bet you have a couple of stories that 
you know, when you're out socializing with someone in the evening for dinner at a restaurant or something that you, if work comes up at all as a topic, you really love to share. Well, I do. So um, recently, my little nieces came to visit, and they are four and six, and my nephew was there as well. He's one. Um, And of course, they haven't, they don't really know what a thrift store is, you know, they're pretty little. So I was explaining to them how a thrift store operates and that, you know, if you have things like a toy you don't really play with, but it's still good, you know, you could donate it to the thrift store. And so they came to visit and they were walking around and everything they saw, they're like, well, why would somebody get rid of this? It's sparkly. Or why would somebody not want this? You know, which I just thought was such a wonderful perspective. You know, that's not... I feel like we don't really think of that as adults. We kind of understand why, you know, you don't need this item or you don't need that. But I just thought that was such a fresh perspective of like seeing I, that. I'm a life. sucker for kerosene lamps. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why, but I have way too many. But they they give such a warm glow. Absolutely. And. Um, uh, anyway, that's one of my weaknesses. But um, I mean, we'd love to see. I mean, we'll get some really interesting donations that, you know, you can see somebody's collection and the love they've put into it. Yeah. And that's always really interesting. We got a few weeks back, like a very large, maybe larger than like a, a paper box, you know, like that you get a ream of paper in, okay. um, of matches, this giant match collection that somebody oh. must have been collecting for, I mean, decades. And I mean, number one, you can hardly get matches anymore, but they were from all over. I mean, different countries and states. And, um, it was so interesting to see. And then we, um, put them in jars and can like, interesting glassware and taped them up and sold them as like little lots of these you know these bundles of matches and customers love them honestly they sold really well now the overall organization rural action right yes um just clobber whatever i've failed to bring up what what different things do they do besides makerspace and um your secondhand store sure sure um so rural actions main goals are um for um to bring jobs into our community to provide um employment that is not exploitative that is long-lasting um that pays living wages and um to really bring that awareness and that see the value that already exists in our area and to really appreciate it so that those are really our goals when we do anything that we do those are the pillars that we're trying to hold up so um it's caring for our environment it's caring for our community um and really our main thing is really a people first approach to everything we do so any program that we're going to have um we're always going to hire local folks if if that's possible Mm -hmm. um we're going to you know tackle local problems um and involve our community members in that decision making process um that that's really what we're all about is little communities doing big things 
you know that that's our whole thing uh, you know one of the ways to be recognized for for those kind of successes uh, would be to recognize local businesses who or local organizations who are promoting that and in in performing it for their own facilities right absolutely so sustainability awards yeah that's uh, a category and you uh, periodically uh, I, I guess annually um pick a business or two or three depending on how many are really engaged uh and honor them absolutely and um folks one one that uh, recently was uh, awarded uh, or recognized for really following through with these sort of goals was jackie o's yes yeah and they're great and so that is um part of those assessments has to do with our zero waste program and they actually will go out to any local businesses local businesses can request um uh, a sustainability like audit and so what they'll actually do is they'll go through uh your trash and they'll assess um how much of this actually could be recycled um and try to help you put into place those recycling programs um and so jackie o's has been a participant for a very long time mm-hmm. um and they've really prioritized those values in not only um the things you know the programs that they already have going on, the business practices that they already have going on. But I think we all know Jackie O's has been scaling up um, and they've really had that mindset as they've grown, as they've added to their business, as they scaled up. And so we really felt like it was important to recognize them. And, and I'll take grown. a one just to uh, amplify one point you're saying they're scaling up. Well, they, they recently opened a location in Columbus but even though columbus doesn't have the same they wish to have the same goals they haven't quite gotten as far as we have down here on sustainability okay so my point is in spite of that jackie is in columbus taking the very same measures that they're doing right here absolutely I really encourage all community members to um, engage with Rural Action. Um, so that could mean, you know, obviously you can check out the website, which is ruralaction.org. Um, Rural Action offers so many wonderful community events and activities that folks can participate in. Mm-hmm. Um, becoming members uh, is very easy. Um, you also get... Um, access to many of those events but also it could be just as simple as coming to volunteer for some of the things that we do um it's such a far-reaching wholesome wonderful organization in our community and i just see how many folks lives have been enriched by being involved with rural action in some way i've um in preparing for the show i went to that website and i saw a list of the board members and um oddly i only knew a couple yeah. Um, but I, the ones I do know, I know very well and think highly of. Yeah. Um, you know, this acid mind drainage thing. That's, um, that's really an interesting project. And um, the, the, the name they use for that is True Pigments. And um, 
I, I know you talked about it a little bit before, but once again, um, you know, we've we've got a history of mining in our region. Some of those mines were never quite properly closed. Correct. Um, in today's world, with the rules and regulations, they would have been done. Um, they would have been closed as they became inactive in a better manner. Um, so there's some drainage, and it's acidic, right? Now, um, but they're trying to take this material and make something worthwhile out of it. It is so amazing, and um, not only so. This is another thing. Um, communities, community members can uh, join us at the Papa Festival. Rural Action will be at the Sustainability Sustainability Village, and um, we'll have an opportunity if they like to interact with the true pigments. Um, we'll be doing a tie dyeing event using the mm. true pigments. So it'll be tie dyeing in tones of kind of red and orange yeah. um, but it's using those colors that come from harvesting um, you know the byproducts of this acid mine uh, drainage it's it's so fascinating okay I'm gonna put you on the spot Papa festival it's coming up right yes it's in September okay and what's the name of that lake it's at Lake Snowden yes Lake Snowden mm -hmm. out by Albany folks. yes and I've been to it a couple of times, and Chris Schmiel is always pushing it. He's county commissioner, right? Yeah. Chris is amazing. He's the champion of the Papa in our region. So in fact, uh, he's due to be on our show here, oh, in two days. Oh, wonderful. Uh, on Thursday. So he'll give you all the information about the Papa Festival, but um, Rural Action does a great job with the sustainability tent. Lots of information there, lots of wonderful programming. Again, a chance to interact with the true pigments in the AMD tie-dyeing. Um, we will definitely have some other activities. I'm not sure what all of those will be, but also a great opportunity to learn about all the things that Rural Action does. Um, and it's a wonderful community event. I, it's a highlight of my year every year. Yeah, I love to go. Yeah. I don't want you to um, expose any secrets or anything, but you know, as the board contemplates projects, and things they can add to their agendas. Um, what is something that's being pondered? Um, so, and, and again, I don't want you to give away any secrets, okay? So I think we're we're working on. Um, well, there are always improvements. I think there's some improvements happening to uh, the Chester Hill Produce Auction site. So I think that's something that's upcoming and that's kind of pending funding. Um, many things are grant related. So we're always like pending mm -hmm. the funding of things. Um, I think we're hoping also to um, get into like this idea of like a food hub processing center. So forestry um, has really done some programs to help folks grow um, some native uh, medicinal and useful um, herbs and such, ginseng, ramps, etc. Um, and I think Rural Action is hoping to have some kind of community processing area to help folks that are growing those 
you know, as a cottage industry, be able to have somewhere that they can process those things, similar to what AceNet provides um, for small businesses in the community. So I think those things are up and coming. Yeah. Uh, our guest today, and I'm not sure I've mentioned it often enough, is Lindsay Long. It's 9.53 now. We have about seven minutes left. Um, Upcycle Ohio is our general topic today, and we've been talking about the many different elements that they are involved in. And now my phone's making noise. Let me turn that off. Oh, it even says scam. Wow. Okay. And I'll silence that, too, if I can. There we go. All right. Um, Now, um, how long have you been involved with them? So I'm fairly new to Roll Action. I was just hired um, mid-March of this year. So and, and I think I brought this out, but I can't remember for sure. Previously, what were you doing? Um, so I was the retail manager at Greenleaf Landscapes Garden oh, Center right. for five years. Yeah. Um, and before that, I worked in the green industry for about 10, 15 years before that, um, you know, doing farming, um, and land professional landscaping you know foreman things like that for a long time so well we're sure glad you're in the community thank you very much i really appreciate you that. know some um uh, i hope this term won't be bothersome but secondhand stores um are very visible and one thing and you, you kind of mentioned that the owner of the building um is a little bit restrictive on signage um but your location at 751 east state street west 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 union mercy what am i doing west union mercy not even close to east (laughs) okay west union 751 west union that um you unless you know about it you're not gonna know of it yeah it's not a very interesting looking building i think um and yet inside it is and inside it is so we do our best on the inside to decorate and i think you know there may be a day when uh maybe rural action will own the building and then we can make it more vibrant on the outside Mm -hmm. um and you know do more with that so you know it's kind of like bear with us i guess we're you know kind of like a hidden gem unintentionally Uh, but i think once you know where we are and who we are you'll have a lot of repeat customers yeah (laughs) sure and once again let's see um the rental company that was across the street is now renamed it's sunbelt rentals sunbelt now yeah but it used to be bedrock bedrock okay thank you so that that should give you a better idea of across the street from them on West Union, uh, 751 West Union is where uh, Makerspace and uh, the secondhand store and all of this stuff is. And um, the uniqueness of being able to, if you want to see how well you like doing woodworking, uh, and it could be carving, it could be any number of things. Uh, you can go there and use the tools, and then if it really trips your trigger, invest in your own. But you can try things out there, and um, that's kind of cool. What is another dream you have? 
personally or well <laughs> okay <wise>. sure why <laughs> not well uh my husband and i just bought our house two years ago um and so we're just really trying to fix it up having been a landscaper for years i can't oh. you know unsee bad landscaping so i'm slowly doing the landscaping um we definitely dream at rural action of owning the 751 property uh-huh. um, and doing even more with it and making it more accessible to the community easier to recycle things um and just expanding and having having more things for our community that's that's what we do that's what makes us you know excited to come to work at, every day and interact with all you wonderful people that come and see us and bring us things and you know i've lived in many places but i've lived here now 50 years I moved here from Honolulu. Um, but I was raised in Worthington. We went through this. Um, I am so gung-ho on Athens. And I've been on city council. I've been, you know, all these different positions and things. And I just love Athens. Almost to a fault. <laughs> if it's possible. But uh, I think what you guys are doing is terrific. Well, Lindsay Long, our guest today in Upcycle Ohio, the principal topic. But uh, rural action, um, they kind of oversee that element as well as some other things too. Lots of other things, actually. I appreciate you coming by. Thank you so much and for keep having us, me. You know, anytime something's new or coming up, absolutely. Reach out to me. Absolutely. Thanks All so right. much. Folks, um, We've got about a minute left, and uh, once again, let's let's talk about um, some of the upcoming programs. Tomorrow, Bob Reimer will be joining us, fire chief for the city of Athens, right? And guess what? You, I'm sure you've noticed down there on Stimson Avenue, all of the construction and getting all the, the uh, surfaces ready for the new building and all of that. And uh, so anyway, Bob Reimer tomorrow. And on uh, Thursday... County Commissioner Chris Schmiel. Let's look ahead. George Wood, Nick, uh, a week from today. Um, he's with uh, Athens County Sponsor Circle. And that's something I'm not real familiar with, so I'm going to get ready for it. Patty Mitchell from uh, PassionWorks will be um, next Wednesday. That's a week from tomorrow. And then Jessica Sider from the Southeast Ohio History Center on Thursday, the 10th of August. Folks, take care, please. Be careful out there. Enjoy the uh, weather. I I found yesterday was a marvelously wonderful day. Take care. Bye-bye. In our 73rd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.3 FM. W-A-T-H.